Hey guys, how's it going? Yo. Hello. I love you. our Wednesdays. Welcome to another episode. Do I say that every week? I say that yeah. every week. I love hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Who, who, my favorite who, day of the who week doesn't love hump day? It's a lot of people that didn't love hump day, man. You know, it's it's the uh, it's the weekend. The weekend is upon us. We talked about this one of our last episodes. This is like our Thursday junior. Yeah. Friday junior, I mean Wednesdays for us. Thanks. So, welcome to Wednesdays. Hump day, your new favorite day of the week. Yes. Thanks. It's ours. Should yes. be yours. Yes. Yes. So. I'm ready. Yeah. What we got going on this week? A lot of stuff has happened. Yeah. Uh, negotiations at the table. Are we going to negotiate? For, yeah. For artists that <laughs> don't even know what that means. 80, Whoa. 20, 70, 30, 60, 40. What the hell are all these percentages? What do they mean? You got to get ownership, man. You know, there's no, there's no more sponsors. No, there's no more sugar daddies in the entertainment industry. Nobody is handing you money. Because you can reach people. They never had. Yeah. That's the biggest secret ever. Right. They never had. So it's now just it's nobody knew, so they got excited. Yeah. Now everybody knows what fuckery it is. So. Right. Partnerships now. So yeah. you get what you leverage. We always talked about that. You know, if you, you go into negotiate. a situation and you have no ownership and they can establish ownership, then they're going to give you what you'll accept. That's the American way. What's a good, what's good? Well, when you're an artist you want, and you're signing a deal, you mm -hmm. want to be wherever you're going for as short amount of time as possible for as much money and ownership as possible. And then their goal is to do the opposite. They want to keep you for as long as possible for as little money and as little ownership as they have to give up. Okay, got it. And there is no such thing as a standard deal because it's really what you negotiate. Right. So I can't tell you to go in and ask for X amount of dollars and a certain percentage because it's really what they're willing to give and you're willing to take. I mean, I know you want one hundred million dollars. Everybody does. But what's it worth? And, you know, that, that's what where, are you willing to give up? What are you get? willing to give up and what's it worth to you? So I think those are two questions that they have. In order to sign a deal, you should be going to sit down with a lawyer Anyways, an entertainment lawyer. Yes. yes, you should be going to sit down with an entertainment lawyer yes. off top. Look for words like in perpetuity. What's in perpetuity? Forever, forever, and ever, and ever, forever, and ever, and ever, and ever, and ever. So you know, it's the difference between wow. signing up for your YouTube channel <laughs> because wow. you know you need to have one, That's scary. and yeah. never confirming your YouTube email address. <laughs> No, I want you to think about this because there's a I've very popular artist right now that I think the label say they make $16 million a year off his YouTube, and he claims he doesn't get any money off of it. And that's probably because it, while he was young and thugging in the streets, he didn't set up the YouTube channel. They did, so it's theirs. Mm. Mm. That's mm. the reality mm. of it. It's nobody. It's your mom's job to take you to practice, not mine. It's your dad's job to go in the stand and root for you. If you ain't got a dad, it's your uncle's job. It's your cousin's job. It's your grandmammy. Them. It's not my job to teach you the music business. So when I come here on Wednesdays and I talk to y'all, that's me paying it forward. That's my, that's my, that's my, uh, uh, Thank my, you for that. My, my, my community contribution to the game because I understand that everybody doesn't have access to Kingpin. They don't have access to Wendy. They don't have access to Ferrari Simmons. So, you know. I'll sit around and talk some shit with my guys and hopefully give you something that you guys could take to the bank. But you got to want it. I love it, that. You so, got to want it. So basically what we're saying is an artist should be way more involved outside of just recording music, such as oh my God, learning yes. their YouTube, claiming their YouTube. Learning the business. Learning the business. First and foremost. They should treat all of this like they're in school. If this is what you want to do and you want to do it, then it behooves you to learn everything Absolutely. that you can. If this is what you want to do and you want somebody to do it for you, then you have to be willing to give up as much as they want. It's either or. You want it all, then learn it all. 
you don't want to learn it, you don't want to do it, you want somebody else to learn it for you, then they're going to give you what you accept. It's the American way. Mm-hmm. It's how this country was built on a dollar. They give you a minimum wage. They don't give you what you deserve. They give you what you accept. That's how you turn a profit in America. Ask any millionaire that's made money in this country. Yeah, they take care of their workforce, but they're going to give you what you accept, not what you deserve. I think we talked about it on, on the way here. Elon Musk bought Twitter for how much? $44 billion. $44 billion. It's 300 million people in America. So he could have gave every single person $100,000 and possibly eradicated homelessness and hunger in America at the swoop of one swipe. Some houses with five and six but kids would have had damn near a million. <laughs> Never do that, of course. But he buys Twitter. Yeah. Because there's money in buying Twitter because Twitter is information. It's how information is shared. It's how it's, it's conveyed to the masses. It's understand when them folk went and got Bin Laden, it was a bitch on a roof smoking a cigarette. I said, I wonder what they're doing over there. That was literally what happened, right? So it's the information superhighway. God has a Twitter. Literally. That's true. Yeah, yes, it is. God has a verified Twitter. It's at God. Verified Twitter. So, you know, it's the information superhighway, man. To the artists who don't like going outside, don't like going to clubs, don't like taking meetings, do you, you tell them what? Become a writer for somebody who yeah, does. That's what I was going to say. Start writing. Keep recording. Yeah. If you feel that, that you know, you can, you can create the content from home, then create the content. She'll be making three to four videos a day and posting them and sharing all the stuff. So if you don't want to come outside the house, then you should have a fuckload of content to share and try to get out to the people. At some point in time, you're going to have to want to touch the people. Pause. Because it's going to be your side job. You can't, you can't make a living if you're not willing to do all the work. So you can, you can have a job and just make music on the weekend and put out the music if that's what you love. But mm. I mean, it'll be a hobby. It's, it's cool yeah, for music to be cool. a hobby, man. It's cool for people to pick up a guitar and want to learn how to play a guitar. And when friends come over, they play a guitar from them. You know, if you want to learn how to make beats and have karaoke night once a month at your house for your friends, do that. Nobody is telling you not to have fun in the music business. Right. But what we're telling you is to adjust, adjust the way you look at the music business. If you want to turn a profit from it, then you have to know how money is made in the music business so that you can ultimately learn how to collect your money. If you don't know how money is made and you don't have the ability to collect your money, who gives a fuck how good you are? Who cares how many people listen to your music? Because five years from now, you're going to complain how you got fucked the entire, the entire process. Nobody gave me anything. They were just trying to take from me, man. This is some crazy shit and all this extra. Because you didn't understand the contract that you signed. And you were willing to get fucked from day one. You just realized that that meant that they'd have more money than you. It takes about three years for artists to realize, oh, I'm really getting fucked. Because everything is cool as long as you have access to the studio and you're riding around in the yes. Uber Blacks and yes. you got your little monthly yes. stipend where your money's coming in and you don't have to worry about the extra stuff. And, you know, your OG homie, he got the sneaker plug, the sneaker plug pull up on you two days before the Jordans drop and you get to wear those. And you get to do all of that stuff. And then you start saying, well, damn, why y'all ain't put no why y'all ain't put no money to push my record? Why can't I buy a house? Bitch, we just had to spend 10 grand on Uber X to get your non-driving ass to the studio. That's your right. marketing budget. Right. So, you know, we we talked about it all the time. I think we talked about it in one of our episodes. If you haven't gone back and watched any of the episodes, go back and watch them all now. Pause this one, go back and watch the first five or six that we got. But expectations. You guys need to adjust your expectations of the music business, and that comes with understanding. Understanding only comes with information. Okay. Um, you guys are professionals. What are some things that you've seen over the years that an artist's team may miss in promoting their artists or working for their artists? So if you could think over of the years, like in the last couple of weeks, <laughs> in, independently or signed to a major Either label. Either or. Let me start with a major label because I'm helping somebody 
that's having a situation right now at 300 that could have been avoided if they had just done the paperwork properly. Hmm. So I think as even, even though it's not your job necessarily as a manager, I would just let the label know that you're there to provide whatever they need whenever they need it. And if something's not getting done right, speak up. Don't just let it go and look the other way. Speak up because you could be in a situation where you're ready to shoot a video the next day and the paperwork hasn't been done for the for the producer for the song. So now the video has to be canceled and moved, which is tens of thousands of dollars. Unless you can get the lawyer to do the paperwork within an hour, which is what we did last night. But that's mm. fucked up when you put somebody in a position where, okay, it's eight o'clock at night. You don't get to have dinner with your family. I need you to do this paperwork. Most people, most people will drop the ball because they're not, they're not thinking it through all the way to think it through all the way would be, okay, here's my final goal. Let me reverse engineer it. What do I need to get there? I want to have a successful video. Okay, cool. What does it take to have a successful video shoot? It takes time, first of all, because you're going to want to pull hair and makeup and scouting locations, a treatment, the Find song, somebody to shoot it. the director, the, the editor, yes. color coding, color correcting, Styling. all of this stuff has to get yes. done. Then when that gets done, you need the paperwork. They don't do a clean video. Fuck the paperwork. They're going to load it on YouTube and display it for fucking free on a YouTube channel they don't own. They're not going to get distribution for it. They're not going to put it on Apple. They're not going to put it on Tidal. They don't have no closed captions, so BET or MTV will never fucking play it because the deaf people can't enjoy your video because you spent all of your fucking closed captioning budget on a 3.5. <laughs> That's literally how much it costs. The cost of a 7 can get your video closed captioned prepared so that everybody in the world can enjoy it. Instead, the hearing impaired people, they don't get to reap the benefits of watching your colorful video. They don't get to do that. They don't get to enjoy that because you didn't want to win. You wanted the appearance of success. <laughs> you wanted to play a record label. <laughs> you want to play dress up. You want to play CEO. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Most people wanted to do that shit when they were kids. <laughs> you wanted to be cowboys and Indians. And, you know, you played doctor with your girlfriend and shit when y'all was little. Now that you get up, you get older in age, you get more mature. You decide in your, in your elder years that you have kids that you want to do something you're going to half ass. Wake up in the morning before you pay for any fake streams. Look at your kids in the fucking face <laughs> and understand that one day they may want to do some flaw shit too. And you have to be the one to tell them no. Right. We're not going to get to the mountaintop like that. Right. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just, I, I'll be the bearer of bad news, bro. If you're around this motherfucker and you're paying for fake streams, you a sucker. Because you're hurting yourself, man. You're not, you're making it impossible for me to help you. Facts. Because Anybody, what if you can't use that now account? Now we got to go back. That we got to take some steps back now. Well, you got to restart the account. Like, there's Facts. no way to recover from that. Which is going to cost more money for you. It, listen, and time, you're going to pay three time. times. You're going to pay the first time you fucked it up. Yeah. Then you're going to pay to fix it. And then you're going to pay to do it right. That's just the reality. Well, of you could have just did it right the first time. Yes. From the giddy up, yes. man. But you want to you want you want to look like you're winning. So Correct. you want to drop so a record lost. and you you want to drop it to nobody. So Bro, here's a fun fact, dude. 6.7 million artists on Spotify have less than 50 monthly listeners. That is a mathematical fact. Yeah. 6.7 million of the 8 million artists on Spotify have less than 50 monthly listeners. 70% have less than 100 streams. Isn't that crazy? That's fucking ridiculous. 
I just wrote an article about exactly this on my blog and I had to stop and go recheck the numbers because it did not make sense to me. But you're absolutely right. This is the reality. This is the truth. And it's because anybody can pay to get their content up. And because they didn't understand how to get it up the right way, didn't understand the collection process of it, didn't understand the marketing or the promotional aspect, they drop it, they go pay somebody, they go give somebody else some money, and then they go pay a DJ, and then they sit back because it's supposed to happen now. I went and gave everybody who can make it happen some money. Now what? Well, those people couldn't help you because it, the song or the campaign was never in a position to be helped. One record means nothing to anybody that can help you in the music business. Agreed. Give me exactly. six records after you've dropped five. We could talk yes. because I see that there's something there that determines or has dictated that you're going to drop more music. And now that you have more music and you've done five, now you understand how it is to get it done the right way. So that way I can help you. But who am I supposed to call from one day to the next and tell them, hey, bro, I got a brand new record that you've never heard before from an artist who's got one follower. It's going to change the fucking game, but I think you need to play this at 7 o'clock tonight, Ferrari. <laughs> Run this motherfucker on DTLR radio Sunday night. I need it on your nationally syndicated show, Ferrari. Come on, man. And you know what? If I applied that kind of pressure, let's say I get one out of every 10 people to say, okay, Kingpin, let's do it. And then the record plays and it's not even registered for detection. Mm. And it all comes back full circle. And it is that serious on the business side of the music. Yeah. It's not that serious when you think somebody is just getting paid to DJ in a club. Oh, man, does Drake give you any money? No, Drake gave me a hard drive full of hits, bitch. <laughs> and I ran it back 10 times. Drake gave me a hard drive full of hits, bro. Why do I need to play your music? Nobody knows your nobody music. Knows I'm you. not playing your record yeah, to make somebody you. know it. I got to play it when the club knows it so that they can react and buy bottles. Is there a way yes. to break a record? Yes. But can I tell you something? Yeah. I worked with Bigger Rankin for almost a dub. When Bigger Rankin breaks a record, for the first two or three weeks that they play the record in the club, you're not going to get more than 10 or 15 seconds of it. Thank yeah, you. He He's going to tease it, ah, tease it, ah, tease it, ah, go into another one. Tease With something it again. even hotter. Yeah, something yeah. super two hot. Two or three weeks, then he's going to play the first verse. I always say uh, a good way to break a record is to sandwich it in between two hit records. So the person that's listening don't stop moving. Right. I've right. seen some of the best to do it. I've seen DJ Kool-Aid at his height. I've seen DJ Quest. I've seen bigger. I've seen a lot of these guys, Envy, Superstar J. I've seen a lot of these guys go in the clubs and really put on a clinic when it comes to playing records. New records, they treat like a new record. Yeah. A hit record gets treated like a hit, hit record. record. Act accordingly. Facts. Agree. Makes sense? Makes sense. I hope so. Where do you guys think the the industry is going? Like if you can if you can give us a five year Oh, five is hard. Yeah, I could give you five months. Five months. Because it's so quickly it, changing. It, it does change. So, so five months. What content do you content really matters. It's it's always mattered, but it matters more than ever. We're focusing more heavily on TikTok than any other platform right Man, now. TikTok is but crazy. They all, yes, but they all matter. Like I'm not saying, okay, everybody switched to TikTok. No, that's not what I'm saying. They all still matter, but we're going harder on TikTok. Um I'm watching web three and NFTs very closely because mm -hmm. I think I don't, I don't think it's going to go where the industry is predicting. I don't think it's going to go out of here like tomorrow, but it's building and I'm watching it build and then I'll determine if it's going to be out of here or not. But right mm -hmm. now I'm still kind of on the fence. What I do think, you think? I think the fact that, that technology at the early end 
up until recently has proven a gold mine, if you will, for some people. So I think these companies are banking on the fact that they have something that they can pitch and advertise and sell because everybody wants to be on the next wave of it. So yes, I definitely think that music is evolving completely. You look at um, the, the CEO of uh, Instagram, uh, Mosery, I think is his name, just went online three or four days ago and Instagram unveiled a new feature to where they're going to, not that by the way, um, where they're getting ready to start focusing on original content. So they're, they're adjusting their algorithm to push original content, less repost. So mm -hmm. if you're an influencer and you repost somebody, they're going to post the original content versus, versus the influencers repost. Right. So, you know, the artists that are reaping the benefits now of ownership are ultimately going to be the ones that in five years are laughing their ass to the bank. Because access to the, here's something that you may guys may have not have known, but unless all of your profiles on all of your DSPs are optimized, you're missing out on 30% of your revenue. Because it doesn't know who to pay. 30%? 30% of your digital wow. revenue because it doesn't know who to pay. So that money goes into a box and then it gets sent and divided up amongst the most streaming artists that have claimed and optimized their profiles. Mm. So if you there, there is no check with your name on it waiting for you to go get it. You have to go get what's yours. And that's why you have to get certain you know people to admin your publishing or to collect your royalties and do exactly. things of that nature. Because everybody just can't do it. Just can't wake up and be like, here, ask cap. Exactly. Y'all owe me some fucking money, man. Where is that? That doesn't work like that. You know what else is interesting for me to watch is the live shows because everybody's touring right now. Yes. Like old Everyone's artists, new artists, unknown artists, everybody's back outside. And it's really interesting. I'm anxious to see what happens with shows. Like are more people going to go to shows? Because if everybody's touring, we're all going to be at shows like every night. So are more people going to go to shows or are more artists going to stream their shows live so people can stay home and watch them? And then what happens a year from now after we're all tired of going to shows every night? Are we going to no shows? Are we still going to just our favorite shows? I'm I think really it's a, anxious. It's an influx right now because of we've been down for yes. two years. Well, you know what the metaverse is doing? Enough. You know, they got the, uh, the, the, Megan, the Megan concert where you'll be able to go to a movie theater in 10 select cities across America and you'll be able to watch her concert live from your city in an in a augmented reality experience. So it's definitely going more interactive. Mm -hmm. um, and again, the people that are putting their music in a position to win, those are going to be the ones. If you know that video games are only getting bigger and better every year. And as an artist, you're not recording today. After this episode, if you haven't started recording a song for Madden 23, if you haven't started recording a song for NBA 2K23, if you haven't started recording a song for MLB, they've made press releases that the, the head of Roblox Music just you know, transitioned on to another position, but is staying behind as a music consultant. So what does that mean? That means that Roblox has music. This is a game that's played by you know tens of millions, millions. if not hundreds of millions yeah. of people around the world. Mm -hmm. Among Us is another one. So all of these different platforms and all of these different uh, uh, you know games and different things, they all utilize sound. And as an artist, if you're not trying to figure out how to create that sound and then get it to those people, it's like fucking. What are you gonna do when you win the lottery? It wouldn't fucking matter because you don't play it. Right. So you know the only way to get in the mix is to actually get in the mix, man. Start producing some of these songs. If you know video games are the shit. Produce some video games. Look at um, Little Donald. B his, his Baby Shark version is still one of the most streamed versions mm -hmm. of Baby Shark. You know what I mean? Are you trying to make money or do you want to look like a thug? Do you want to look like a gangster or do you want to look like a businessman? Like, I understand why you get in it because you want to do it your own way and all this extra shit. And it's cool. I respect all that. Stand on your own. Get it your own way. Don't let nobody play with you. All that shit, bro. 
But at the end of the day, understand that this is a business. And if you want to impact and you want to change the game and you want to feed your family and you want to put your team on, then you have to be willing to do the things that it takes to be successful. I was talking to one of my big uh, DJ buddies and we were talking about mixtapes and how mixtapes ain't really the thing no more. Playlisting is. Yes. So a lot of DJs uh, are playlisting. Um, To that, you guys say what? (coughs) They should have been having playlists since 2011. I say this. I say if you're putting out a mixtape and you're uploading it to the Dat Piffs and the live mixtapes and the My Mixtapes and those guys, and you're not creating a mix for your SoundCloud, if you're not creating a mix for your MixCloud, if you're not creating a mix for your Twitch channel, then I think you're wasting your time. I believe that the mixtape game is is still a way to reach people. And the playlist game is a way to reach people. But as a DJ, you have to find a way to bridge the gap. What do I mean by that? Pandora. Pandora allows you to create mixes and include your own drops into them. Most DJs would never know because it's a fucking, it requires work. Yeah. All DJs want to know, how do I get my music on Apple Music? And how do I get my music, my mixes on Spotify and all that shit? Well, you can't because Apple selects DJs and Spotify won't allow you to do it. Unless... Get you a podcast and upload your mix in the podcast because the podcast pays royalties. Whoa. So these are the things that as a DJ you can use to push your mixtape or push your brand because a mixtape is, le- in 2022, a mixtape is less you helping an artist and more you being a tastemaker and a trendsetter. So mm. as a DJ, while I'm getting these hot songs and I'm getting these next ones on on some of these other websites, I'm establishing myself as a record breaker in my market. So shout out to Tom Cruise here in Atlanta. Shout out to Chill Will what down in Valdosta. Shout out to DJ Meat in Miami. Shout out to DJ guy. Miami. These are all different guys that still have a chokehold in their markets on the mixtape game and are transitioning into a digital age. So is it pointless for a lot of people that don't use those platforms? Yeah, for most people it is. But for a 14-year-old kid that wants to know what's hot and what's relevant, it's not online and they don't have a credit card, they live and die by it still to this fucking day. And they're going to because some of their favorite songs that are not available online are only available on some of these mixtape platforms. 50 Cent made a fucking gazillion dollars off of mixtapes because he ran it his own way. So for a DJ, an old DJ that says mixtapes is dead, it's probably the same one that'll tell you, you can't pass out no CDs no more. Take your ass down to Louisiana and try to walk around with a thumb drive. They're going to look at you like you're handing them the fucking coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) They still have CDs down there. They still watch DVDs. So to understand the consumer, (laughs) there are more cars in circulation with CD players. Because the average person doesn't buy a brand new car. The average person buys a car that's 10 years or older. So that means that the average person is riding around in a car with a fucking CD player in it. That doesn't mean give away a duplicate. It means invest in a replicate. Because the replicate is tagged to your ISRC. And God forbid you have one of these smart cars that connects to the fucking internet. If that's even how it I works. think DJs need to look at themselves as curators. You know, DJs it's, it's are so much, curators, I Absolutely. But they have to... They have to know that. They have to curate mm. music and playlists so that they can share it with new generations of people. Great. You know, when you're at a wedding and, you know, if you're at a birthday party or a graduation, you're, 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 the, you're the one that controls the soundtrack to people's core memories. Somebody's going to be at the like club that. tonight when you go to the club and they're going to have the most amazing time of their fucking life. And they're going to remember you. It may not be everybody in the club, but it'll be one person that yeah. you help make their core memory. And a song that you play that night is going to remind them of that. As a DJ, you have to be able to understand that if you're not utilizing all of it, like, okay, you got a playlist on Spotify. Cool. Do you have a playlist on Apple? Why not? 
You got a playlist on Tidal? Why not? You're a DJ. You know that Tidal incorporates with Serato. So if you want other DJs to use the songs in your playlist, you'd be remiss if you didn't have a Tidal playlist. What about YouTube? Are you fucking with videos? Do you like to live mix? Well, if you like to live mix, have you ever created a 15-minute mix and submitted it to a label rep at Warner and say, hey, Warner, I would like to stream just like the Wolf of South Beach. I would like to be able to get my mixes not banned on, on Instagram. Can you get my account whitelisted? Send us over your mix. Or oh, you're on the radio station, Ferrari, five days a week? Of course we want you to be able to promote our songs. We're going to have your account whitelisted. Now you can stream all you want. Wiki, 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 all the Warner records. But until you get that happening for you, your shit going to come down because you're trying to be sneaky. Stop trying to be sneaky. This ain't the fucking sneaky business. We can see you, motherfucker. The cheat code.